Welcome to A Better HR Business, the podcast that looks at how HR consultants and HR tech firms grow their businesses and how they help their employers to get the best out of their people. Remember, for show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Okay, let's get started. Hello, welcome back. Thanks for joining me. Nice to have you along. Really looking forward to today's conversation with Fiona O'Hearn. Fiona is a fellow Aussie and she is the founder and CEO at Intermix Workforce, which is an exciting new HR marketplace. So Fiona, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to me today. Thanks, Ben. Good to have you along. Um, Yeah, so whereabouts are you based in Australia? So I'm in a little place called Adelaide. I think it's classified as the third livable city in the world. So it's down the bottom of Australia. Yeah, nice, lovely part of the world, beautiful. And nice wine there too. Um, I actually had a, a French guy on this podcast a little while back and yeah, I think he was based in Adelaide. He went back to France to try and convince them to use the um, plastic corks, which uh, <laughs> I was convinced he was then going to lose his French citizenship as a result. But Absolutely. You can't yeah. put them in a you know a champagne bottle, can you? Sacrebleu. <laughs> <laughs> no, so very good. So yeah, Fiona, thanks very much. Really want to dive into the Intermix workforce platform in a minute, but just for some context, do you want to start by telling us a little bit about your background and then we can sort of feed into the formation of the business? Sure. And thanks for that. So I've been a HR professional for most of my career. I started off in learning and development, then went into um, organisational development. So most part of my career has been in ID. Uh, I worked for financial industry for 12 years and October 2020, when we were in lockdown during COVID, there was a restructure that happened within the business. Yes. So, um, word. yeah. Yes. So, uh, there was an opportunity to have a look at that restructure and see where I felt that I fitted and where I wanted to go. But I had a look at the structure and I thought, no, there's not really anything for me to really take my career to that next level, sure. zoom it up. So I decided to take a redundancy. So in the last year, I've actually been working with a business coach to work on Intermix Workforce. Nice. Um, the business coach, is that a solo thing or is it an accelerator type thing? What, what have you done there? So the business coach is someone who I catch up with on a monthly basis and he's more of an advisor. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, any sort of questions that I have, because there's a whole heap of things that I went through um, as someone who was employed and then no longer Mm. employed. I really needed to keep myself focused, but also go through those hoops of limiting beliefs and all of those sort of components around starting up your own business. There's so much to learn. Um, and you learn every single day. So it's, I needed a business coach to actually take me through that whole process. He's yeah. just been my wingman, so to speak. <laughs> I'd love to go back and chart my own progress uh, on a graph when I had a coach by my side and when I didn't because, yeah, I have a coach now and I'm and accelerating so much faster. And I'd, I'd say it's the same throughout my life when I've had that coach by my side, that the growth rate, the success uh, statistics, whatever, they're always so much better, so much more impressive, etc., and more satisfying. So, yeah, I, I can see that it's very helpful to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, you just took me back. An example I like to give of moving out of the corporate world into the, the self-employed world is there was a time when I was sent to Houston for a project and they ran out of 
Uber cars or whatever to drive me around for the weekend because, you know, I was just going to the mall or whatever you do. And so I was driven around Houston for the weekend in a stretch limousine because it's just how I roll. Oh, um, nice. It's just, it's just my style. But <laughs> when you go to become a freelancer, you start your own business and I was just sitting in an empty little office in a co-working space, nothing on the wall and stuff. And I think, where's my stretch limousine these days? So, yeah, I know. I know it is a tough about. gig. It's a tough gig. Yeah. But you know what? I think that it has, the whole journey has been incredibly worth it. Um, I've certainly stepped out of my comfort zone um, being in the in the you know corporate world, um, and then stepping out of that, but I've learned so much. I have actually done a couple of gigs, so I've been a bit of a gig worker yep. during this time as well. So I worked with another financial institution, but also with Santos as well. And what I found doing those um, gigs was that I learned so much more than what I did in my mm. um, corporate role. Not, you know, sort of saying that the corporate role didn't provide me with any development, but I found that I learned so much more quicker doing these gig type work and working in different cultures, learning about different, you know, technologies that they had available within their businesses, learning about their people um, uh, initiatives that they wanted to roll out. One of them I was supporting, you know, the transformation, communication for their transformation programs, which was quite interesting because I stepped out of people and culture for the first time in something like 20 odd years. Gosh. And it was interesting having a look back into the people and culture team. I learned so much about, you know, HR and, and what we mean to an organisation. It was very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And you're often required to pick up things faster and so on when you're moving from a gig to gig. And I know you're you're quite interested in the in the gig economy and the rise of it. The global pandemic has increased the side hustle movement, the freelance or the gig economy. What are your thoughts on that? Or what are you seeing in the industry? Oh, there's so much going on. And I watched this podcast not so long ago. Actually, it wasn't a podcast. You don't watch podcasts <laughs> to them. But I watched this interview um, from Rebecca Waterman. She's principal at, I can't recall where, but she said that organisations and businesses really need to start thinking about how they can future-proof approaches to career experiences, but also to talent marketplaces. And, you know, consider workforce ecosystems as they provide a new strategic approach to the future way of working. Mm -hmm. And what it is, it's including internal workers, but also external workers like contractors, gig workers, freelancers. And, you know, there's so many benefits from actually having a workforce ecosystem Yep. Um, and this is actually increasing across the globe where Deloitte did a survey recently and they 54% of respondents place a significant value on gaining ideas and skills from contributors who do not work for their organisation. So that was a bit like me going into an organisation. People learn from me, but I also learn from them. Um, and, you know, 33% said that they would rely more on external participants such as gig workers in the next um, 18 to 24 months. Something like 33% of Fortune 500 companies turn to freelancing sites to outsource their work. And Google used uh, 120,000 freelancers, which is more than their employed workforce. Did you know that? That's impressive. 
It is impressive, isn't it? So those sort of numbers really give you sight of what's actually happening across the globe. But when you start digging deeper into some of the detail, 84% of workers said that they found real purpose when working as a freelancer. That's a huge percentage. And 75% of freelancers wouldn't trade it for any other type of work. You know what? I'd have to agree. And McKinsey reported... 97%, yes, you heard right, 97% independent contractors cite that they felt much happier than those in traditional jobs. I'll leave you with one more. 58% of professionals will likely consider freelancing in the future. And we're seeing this and certainly experiencing this movement across the globe. Yeah, absolutely. And from a a client perspective, you're getting fresh perspectives, you're getting perhaps cross fertilization of ideas. So for instance, with me, when I go and work with different HR companies and help them with their marketing, they might talk about, let's do a webinar, for instance, on hybrid working. And I go, yeah, we could, but everyone's doing that. So what's our specific angle? Because let me tell you, this is what works elsewhere or does not work. And so it's the same with an IT specialist comes in and, and helps roll out a, a program they will know what worked or didn't work at various different organizations and best practice and stuff, which is hard to get when you're in an organization for 10 years and and yeah you might go to right. conferences and things to pick up fresh ideas but it's not quite the same as in there in the trenches doing it every day so um yeah Absolutely. so it's a massive rise and i think it's going to keep growing um tell us about the intermix workforce itself um or what is it who's it for uh, just tell us a little bit more about it Yes, so Intermix Workforce is a platform which is designed for small businesses and startups or those businesses that don't have any HR team to actually help and support those businesses to access, because there's so much going on, to access the HR professional services. So what we do is we provide an on-demand, fast-to-market, easy access for busy business owners to connect with the professional HR services they need when they need it most. Um, You know, there's a lot of small businesses and there's so many startups. I can't remember if it was something like 40 new startups here in Australia (laughs) per day. Um, But this is happening across the globe as well. So there's a a big um, group of businesses that don't have access to a HR team. And, you know, right now, more than ever, HR is in high demand because there's such a massive shift in the way we work. You know, COVID certainly impacted this. And, you know, that's certainly not going away anytime soon. And organisations across the globe are now, you know, embracing independent talent as a strategic lever to drive value creation Mm -hmm. and also future-proof their businesses. And is there a particular focus on the HR elements provided for the projects or is it across the employee life cycle? Across the employee life cycle. So we've got um, uh, professional HR talent that is in the platform now and they do things like employee retention and engagement. I'm just going to rabble off a few here. So Mm -hmm. leadership development, um, integrating emerging, uh, emerging technologies, mobility programs, employee wellness and coaching. There's also workforce strategic planning, hybrid working, which we all love, cultural change, business ethics, data and analysis, um, workforce analytics, um, change management and compliance and risk management. So there's a whole heap of different uh, capabilities. 
I'm sure that, you know, what we've seen with freelancers and, you know, some of the points uh, researched around that is that freelancers tend to have one to two really amazing talented skills that they bring to the table. So when you get a, um, a HR freelancer, they might say, I'm an ID specialist. But you know what? I'm an ID specialist, but my real uh, passion is around, I know you're going to, you know, bulk at this, <laughs> is data analytics. I love it. I learned, I self-taught myself um, Power BI. <laughs> oh, nice. So, Impressive. you know, that's what I can bring to the table. I'd never put Power BI and OD together, but yeah, fair enough. <laughs> no. Good for you. No, that's uh, right. So we okay, can't so, put ourselves in a little box, can we? No, no, it is. It's. Yeah. And I think you're right. That's with the rise of the online workforce, we'll get more segmented and playing to strength and all that kind of stuff. But for a snapshot, it's project-based marketplace for the HR sector, let's say, or for the profession, and across all areas of the employee life cycle. And you've got a two-sided marketplace. It's the talent, the experts, if you like, and then clients. And so... How does it work for a client if they've got some sort of need or a, an issue that they'd like help with? Yeah, so a client, they simply can pick up their phone and post a project. And that project can be small, classified as small, medium or large. Mm -hmm. And they can set up milestones as well in the actual platform to ensure that flow of payment from client to freelance happens seamlessly. Mm -hmm. They can be a one-off project or it can be an ongoing thing. We're also going to offer like a concierge type service where businesses that require more specialised support are able to tap into the expertise they require. And what I love is that sometimes it might not just be one HR freelancer that they um, pull into a main project. They may bring in a number of them in order to do components of a particular project. The platform's easy to use. There's a project brief um, template that um, businesses, clients can use, and they just more or less follow the brief and complete what they need in there. They're able to also upload documentation in there, and they're able to communicate ongoing with a freelancer that they hire throughout a project. What's an example of a project that might be put up there onto the marketplace and then how would that work? Yeah, so it might be something along the lines of a wellness coaching program. Oh, yeah. And that coaching program might be for an individual or it might be for a team. So there's a lot of, you know, talking out across the globe that, you know, there's employee burnout. So what is that about? And, you know, a number of businesses don't have access to, you know, wellness coaches and <laughs> those sort of flights. And, you know, sometimes they may not even know where to actually go to find one. And what I find here in Adelaide is that we tend to use this 30K radius that it's not what you know, it's who you know. And, the, you know, you tend to work with the same. So it's not really evolving the capabilities what we really want to see is that we actually bring people together so intermix is about bringing different people across the globe to work on different types of projects for organizations so if it is a well-being thing that an organization needs they're not necessarily going to get someone within a 30k radius they may get someone that's in the uk or even maybe you ben <laughs> mm -hmm. in dublin yeah exactly yeah i'm a huge fan of the remote workforce concept like i personally have 
a team based around the world in lots of different countries, Belgium, Romania, UK, Australia, et cetera. So uh, I'm a yeah, big I fan of that. that. I, I just remember back to my early days in HR when I think the very th- first thing I ever outsourced was, um, it was called EEO, Workplace Harassment, something like that sort of training program to roll for the frontline staff to upskill and all that sort of stuff. Um, and so we got well, someone who specialized in that and they came in, developed it. They didn't deliver it. They just, you know, do the, uh, the talking points, the slides, all that kind of stuff. And then almost like did train the trainer for the HR team to then roll it out. But that's an example of a discrete standalone project that we were then able to, for instance, in this case, put onto the Intermix workforce platform and then find either a trainer or someone in, in that area who could then how would they do it? They would propose that they would do the work. How does that actually work um, for someone? Yeah, so they, they would submit a proposal, okay. most definitely. And that proposal would be around what the client's requirements are for that, that project. And it would be transmitted uh, all on the platform. So if it is a, a, a presentation, PowerPoint presentation or a um, a training program or you know whatever the outcome is it'll actually be sent through the platform so you wouldn't need to step out of the platform in order to finish off the work or okay. send the work on or it might be a simple um project like updating a, a policy you know the other day i got asked if i could look at um i think it was about 30 policies this company mm-hmm. had and i said sure but we'll treat them as individuals yeah so we were able to place those all in and then set up milestones. So it wasn't just me working on all 30. Mm-hmm. We could actually bring in a number of different um, professionals to actually help with that project. <laughs> so it's like, you know, creating a, a big HR team all working together. So I was just thinking, because I, I was once given a project like that to review or develop a whole bunch of new policies, HR-related policies, but in, including housing policies and stuff, I'm going, I don't know anything about housing policies. I can do all the other stuff, the HR stuff. But yeah, if you can split it up and divide it out like that, then uh, it could work quite well. Um, And so for people listening to this who are on the expert side, so they are the consultants, how would it work for them? So what they do is they can simply um, sign up for free. They log in, they create a profile, and that profile is um, an image they talk about um, who they are, where they specialise. They also um, assign categories to their profile. So those categories can be around um, data analytics, you know, um, wellness coaching, whatever it is, um, they can add that in there. And what that does is that creates the seamless um, automated notification in the back end of the system and connects with projects that have got those same categories. They will simply um, put in a uh, portfolio of work as well and talk about their experience. They will also, because we're looking at not just experienced HR people, we're also looking at those HR graduates that haven't started working. They've just graduated, they're entry level, and they might need um, some projects to work on in order to get their careers up and, and moving I think that's a great opportunity, but also for those freelancers that are currently freelancers um, that would like a one place um, where employers can go and view their profile. So it just gives them um, greater marketing, greater um, view. Got it. And what about another category of 
people who are still employed in-house roles, but they would like the side hustle. They've heard about the side hustle. Could that work for them? Absolutely. I love this bit. And you know why I love it so much? It's because (laughs) (laughs) HR people, we tend to work, and I'm, I'm experiencing this, we tend to work on our projects within our siloed businesses. And by them stepping out into project work, it actually exposes them to new thinking, new ways of doing, but also um, exposing them to a new project that they need to think about. I think it's a great opportunity for HR people to step out of their comfort zone and really pick up some new skills. But I also see a great opportunity with Intermix Workforce to actually support HR professionals who are already in jobs to actually connect with other HR professionals and have that coaching mentoring going on because there is an opportunity to actually um, engage with other HR professionals through posting a job saying I need to I'm doing this in my workplace and I need a coach to actually help me through that process and we all know that on the job learning um, mentoring coaching really reinforces the overall learning experience and the retention of that information. I mean, it's just, you know, so beneficial for them to do it. Absolutely. Very good. So what what does the future hold for Intermix Workforce? What are your plans going forward? Okay, so I need to share with you what I'm currently doing. And at the moment, I'm going through the Founders Institute program, which is a global institute program for founders, for entrepreneurs. And it's an accelerator program. Now, there was like 500 applicants here in South Australia and 100 got chosen to go through the next round. And that next round consisted of an application and also a psychometric test. We all love those, don't we? I mean, why do we need to do that? Anyway, apparently there's um, entrepreneur DNA (laughs) that they look for. Anyway, I got through and I was one of 15 and the only female. So I'm currently uh, more than halfway through that. Uh, It's a 30-day program and I'm absolutely accelerating through it. There's uh, four more weeks to go and I graduate in January. Once January hits and this program is completed, I'll have a whole backpack of new knowledge, sound knowledge, to really push this forward and get um, get moving with Intermix Workforce out there globally. I'm working with a legal team as well to ensure that it's not just an Australian platform, that it's actually something that everyone can participate in no matter where they are. You will see me more um, on social network through all the different social channels and I'll be there to, you know, like I said earlier on, I just want to create a really big, amazing HR team that can work globally on all sorts of projects. Nice, nice. The accelerator sounds amazing. Is it all HR? No, I'm the only HR person. Oh, the only HR, okay. And when I when I talk to them about HR, they go, oh, do you do the hiring? And I go, no. And they go, oh, do you do the firing? People think that HR is only about hiring and firing. So I've really changed their mindsets as, as to what HR does. <laughs> it's been hard trying to yeah, get that through. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> Excellent. Brilliant. <laughs> 
Yeah. Well, that's amazing. So if people want to learn more about Intermix Workforce, whether that's as an expert to join the platform and offer services, project support, or as a uh, client, so an employer looking for some external help or something in between, perhaps referring a friend or a business to the platform, what should they do next? They should connect with me via LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. I would love to connect with them. We've got Intermix Workforce LinkedIn business page. So we keep people updated there, but they can easily head to www.intermixworkforce.com or one word and sign up as either a client or also a a freelancer. I'd love to see them there and I would love to take them through the process and help freelancers be more exposed and do more of what they love doing. Excellent. Very good. Well, I wish you all the best with it. It sounds like it's an amazing platform and it's definitely going to be helping employers around Australia and then around the world uh, and also consultants and people wanting to do the, the side hustle thing or just to grow their own consulting practice. So very good. And I wish you all the best with it. Thanks, Ben. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us today on A Better HR Business, the podcast that explores the world of HR consulting and HR tech businesses. For show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe and share the show with any friends who are busy growing a HR business. Thanks and see you next time.